0: Big is it for real? We used to love it then we watch it now we don't know if we like it. Is it for real?
1: You're listening to
2: Is, is It, it for, for Real? This is Philip and Katie and Bridget and uh, this week as, as we are in the, the turkey month I hmm. attempted to pick a movie that was a Thanksgiving adjacent movie. Is Uh, this the second
1: year in a row you've done this?
2: (laughs) I just want Thanksgiving movies, you guys. And there's like lists on the internet that say things are Thanksgiving movies. Yeah.
1: There's a lot of lies on the internet. I know that is true.
2: So this is a movie that I do remember. Well, I can get into my level in a minute, but that I, that I did remember and it was called a Thanksgiving movie. So I picked it. So I picked the 1998 rom-com thanksgiving adjacent object of my affection and here to give us an intro uh, a lovely pal from san diego vera d Ooh.
3: Mm. i am very excited to introduce the object of my affection um, a movie that i saw as a teeny preteen and was obsessed with um, but have not seen since. So it's been decades. I have no idea how it holds up. And, um, but I just remember it brought back really warm, cozy memories, um, like a really cozy environment that Jennifer Aniston and Paul Rudd created in their apartment. I remember being really jealous because I, that's what I wanted to be when I grew up as I just wanted to live with a best friend and like make tea for them and have ice cream at night and I think I also it was probably the first time that I saw someone create this like chosen family unit on screen that was so warm and loving and I was like wow you can like choose your family members and you can like go this different path and you can create a life that works for you. I don't know if I was that deep um, as a child, but I do remember just kind of feeling like, um, like those warm, cozy feelings of, wow, this seems like a really loving, you know, family unit. So I, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to watch it again because I don't know if I want to ruin it, but it does bring back some, some really um, great memories for me. (laughs) So like,
2: it's like a sweet little like NPR talk about yeah. the object of my affection. Um one fun fact I like to share about Vera D, our our introducer is that she takes these like really intense dance classes. Like hip hop for like, but not like, and then I, she puts them on her Instagram stories and I love them. I just enjoy like these like people getting down on a Friday night, like having a lot of fun. And I watched her like do it through the pandemic and then she's like continued. So like, that's awesome. Right on with a bad self here. That does
1: sound awesome. Yeah. Uh,
2: funny yeah. story.
1: The director of this directed center stage. Mm-hmm. So talk about having Oh, I didn't fun. know
2: that. I know. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And only one other movie.
1: Uh, no, a couple of different other movies. Um, oh,
2: I only saw The Crucible.
1: That was the only one he was known for. He just did like a uh, woman oh, on well. the bus or something like that.
2: Nicholas um, Hintner. <laughs> yeah. Who I will say is, uh, a, you know, self-identified as a gay man, which made me happy because I was nice. concerned yeah. about this film and who was yeah. making it and who it was for. Um. Well, we can get into that a little bit more. So uh, let's get into our levels. Um and uh my level, man, I guess I should have thought of it. Um, I guess my level's just gonna be. One and a half hours because that's how long it took for Thanksgiving to happen in Uh this movie. Uh And I I thought that there was like more Thanksgiving involved. But I have seen this movie before, at least once or twice. I'm a big fan of the late 90s Jennifer Aniston canon of rom coms. (laughs) And you know i didn't know that jay anist was gonna be in it doesn't really roll off the tongue but that's how i wrote it in my notes <laughs> that she was gonna be in the news so much but she is this this week and this past week talking about like her fertility oh,
0: i missed it oh, right, yeah. um
2: because she's like in her 50s now and there was like all just talk forever about like are she and brad pick and have right. a kid is she gonna da 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 and like people just wouldn't because of course People in this country are obsessed with like women having children or not want to control it, right? Um, so just a little ironic, I guess, to the fact in this yeah. piece, there's a lot of conversations around that. So, um, yeah, it's definitely something I've seen before, but I haven't seen it for a long time.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know that she was in the news, but one of the podcasts I listened to, like Slate Culture, did have like a random episode on Brangelina. <laughs> I was like, that's weird. <laughs> it's like, I mm. thought, like, I thought it was like 15 years ago, so maybe that's why. (laughs) I didn't listen to it, but it's like, what a strange topic for this week. So Mm. that could be why. Um, I am going to make my level, um, I guess, is it head up, young person? (laughs) Um, Because I remember Paul Rudd saying that a lot in this movie. I probably saw it in the theater, maybe, and then never again. I I only saw it once, but I was familiar enough to kind of – know about it and i don't know if you guys knew like or when you read the description like the description of this movie like we were watching it and about 40 minutes in the description gave a spoiler because annie was like came late to the movie and she's like oh is she pregnant i'm like oh my god you're right she does get pregnant because in the description it's like a pregnant social worker meets like a gay man yeah. and it's like that is a real spoiler yeah that's actually not the order but not at all not at all but anyway um so i had forgotten she was pregnant at all i just remembered that jennifer aniston and paul rudd like were kind of this platonic not platonic couple so Mm. yeah
1: my level is going to be uh friends uh i've Mm. never seen this movie i've got friends you know (laughs) and um
2: <laughs> Philip always bragging about friends, friends you know
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna change mine originally <laughs> I was gonna say I know that Paul Rudd and Jennifer Aniston were both in friends together I've never yeah. seen this movie never um was aware of it but I was roommate roommates with my platonic life partner oh yeah that's um, true for, you know I was, I was realizing that, that that's who's gay so there's a lot of uh connections that's true. to this and you
2: were pregnant at one point and I was pregnant that's right. which that's what at happened.
1: no point watching this movie did I make that connection till just right now I was like
2: oh wait a second
1: you know I have sort of this this inside vision of this movie right? so, Yeah. did you guys um,
2: make tea and ice cream for each other
1: uh she would make tea a bunch. I don't think <laughs> I ever drank any of it. I would and... drink your coffee,
2: though. I would yeah. drink your old coffee.
0: Like yeah. If you no, made coffee, I would drink the extra coffee. Yeah. That oh, sounds... Like out of his cup? No, no I would like make like a French, French press. press. Yeah, oh. but I always
1: leave like a little bit. Yep, um,
0: <laughs> went right into my belly. And
1: then I'd be like, where the F did it go? <laughs> yeah, right.
0: God damn we it. Shared, uh, I feel like we no. shared Like we shared spinach. There were some things
2: that like it was
0: better to share. Right. You know, yeah. and stuff. I'm sure. <laughs>
2: we shared spinach. <laughs> I hope that's the book you write together. <laughs> we shared spinach. I'd <laughs> read that. Oh I wouldn't
1: read that. Totally.
2: <laughs> I mean, I think that this film, and there's a lot of like, it, it did win a lot of awards from like, not a lot. I don't know how many. I didn't research it too much. I just read. That, it, was like, by... it was acknowledged. It was acknowledged a lot by like LGBTQ yeah. organizations and things. It was like, wow. And I think in 1998, this was yeah. pretty like well what's not groundbreaking but but maybe
0: because i'm thinking of 1998 and i was thinking of like kissing jessica stein i don't know if you guys have seen that movie or like even like the birdcage or um my best friend's wedding and i would say that this Mm -hmm. one definitely like you were saying and i didn't realize did you guys say that the director is gay yes i didn't realize that but it, it kind of almost shows in the way that it is centered like You know, those two actors that are playing gay men, I don't think identify as gay, but they are playing that couple in a way that like their gayness is not the thing about that couple. And that might be Mm -hmm. one of the first times that was on screen. And It is interesting. Our introducer, introductor, um, I think her memory of the film is very... um, like, a queer story in the sense of, like, that sense of family, even if you don't have, like, a, a found family. Like, that whole idea is very, yeah. like, late 90s queer for sure. Um, so I think it captured that, like, this, you know. yeah, You know, we don't know who Paul Rudd's family is or, right. like, Tim Daly or any of the gay people in this movie. We can maybe assume that they're not having Thanksgiving with them, right? Mm-hmm. Or we know that. And anyway, so yeah. that's just... Interesting. And I think this film captures that.
2: Yeah. And I think by 2022 standards, where I think people understand a lot more about, you know, um, telling stories, you know, from not from other people's perspectives mm-hmm. and having authentic voices in the room and all of that, that we could automatically say that, okay, well, this is not quite hitting the nail on that head. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, clearly Paul Rudd. Never ages. I was just going to say, I wanted to say that we all know it. Yeah. Although I saw him looking very young in this movie, and then I was like, okay, it's definitely aged. I mean, he's aged in the last 20 years. He's aging. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah,
2: I'm not aged. Not a
1: lot. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. He's keeping well, it tight. Yeah.
2: yeah. So yeah, we've got P Rudd is George Hansen. He's an elementary school teacher, adorable, of course. And he the the movie opens with his show that he's putting on with his kids at the Buck Buckley School, some sort of private graders. school that
1: has an amazing costume <laughs> it's budget. for Incredible there. for yeah. the Little Mermaid. I'm so jealous.
2: The Little Mermaid was. Did you guys catch that? Hayden, yeah, uh, yeah, I can never. Is she
1: from Heroes or what she's, is she? She's been around. I, like she's
0: remember like... the Titans and I don't right, know. yeah, she's like a
2: cartoon.
1: Played a I'll... precocious kid a bunch.
2: Yeah, also the the spoiler to the last little girl in the movie. Oh yeah, did you get her that? What who that was? No, I'm not gonna remember her last name at this moment. Sarah, uh the woman, who's...
1: Jessica Parker.
2: No, she's from Modern Family. Um, she played the daughter. And oh, the daughter Alex.
0: Oh, Sarah Highland.
2: Sarah Highland. Yeah, that's the oh, baby, baby. Wow,
0: daughter. I she's a pretty distinct looking person. I did not see her that. That's yeah, interesting.
2: And uh, she also dates or is married to Wells of Bachelor fame. Just in mm. case anybody wants to know that. For um, all you batch
1: heads out there.
2: <laughs> well, she was born in 1990, so she would have been eight. Eight. Interesting. Yeah. Um, oh, you batch heads. Anywho, so yeah, the, we we're getting a lot of like cut betweens in this movie. So we yeah. get in, you know, like a yeah. lot. We get introduced to Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston, who is Nina. Janiston. Janiston. <laughs> <laughs> Nina Baransky, <laughs> who yeah. is having very inappropriate conversations about sex with teenagers. I know. At this community center where she works. It's not great, so-
1: I've got a question.
2: Go ahead. Why? This is the podcast for Just
1: it. Just because they they drop some F bombs right out of the gate for sort of no reason. And it's like, why is this movie yeah. rated R? I don't get it. it I think because it's like
0: they use the F word so much. And but they use Why the, did
1: they do it? I don't know. It, like they didn't need think, to in that scene.
0: I, I think, think because
2: if, people were scared of gay, gay people. Gay people is <laughs> think, automatic R. I
0: think gay yeah. might be an automatic uh. R and they and this movie if I mean, if the director is like rad, might've been like, well, guess what then? We're sticking 10,000 F-words in it and we're going to say the F-word in the way that means to have sex with, which is not something that you hear Mm -hmm. as much, you know? Mm -hmm. I feel like you hear that more on television, but in movies, like you don't hear people being like, why don't you just go and F them? Or, you know what I mean? It's like, whoa. Or like, yeah, they're fucking, like, geez.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it must be because there was sort of a, Normal gay relationship in this because there was probably. no other reason to make this movie R. No,
0: it probably would be like it no. would be considered yeah. adult content, right? Like it's not a yeah. normal romantic yeah.
2: comedy, which is, I think, by today's standards, this would not be a rated R. Well, if it didn't have well, that, they would have pulled
1: like, but they didn't need though, they were, right? Because like, yeah. they said them, and I was like, wait a sec, did that girl just say fuck? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, why i know also like,
2: it's like it was sick like, terrible that all the swear words at first at least came out of like young people's yeah. colors mouths and you're like yeah come on <laughs> but like again i'm such a 1998 of it all i guess but
0: but this is part of like painting um jennifer anison i was waiting for them to say that she had done the peace corps at some point because yeah. like they could not have <laughs> laid on six months yeah right that this person was just definitely the mother Teresa of this block in Manhattan.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um so, let's see. We get uh the post of the thing where we have um Allison Janney and Alan Alda. Amazing. Yeah. Sydney and Constance Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh whose names I got mixed up all the so time. So,
1: stepsister yeah. is Allison Janney.
2: Stepsister, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Why do
0: you think because she's is she that much older than Jennifer Aniston? that they were like, Oh, it's a stepsister. Like what, why is that? Why make her a stepsister and not a sister? I I don't know.
1: I Yeah. I was confused.
0: Yeah. I thought that was going to play, you know, play out. So it's like more information than you need. So it's like, okay, is like the mother or somebody's parent going to show up and that's going to be complicated,
2: but
1: maybe, and I'm not sure who in that relationship was the wealthy one or like, but it explains like why Jennifer Aniston mm. had to live in this like Brooklyn walk-up, whereas <laughs> like- terrible
2: Brooklyn walk-up. Right.
0: Maybe <laughs> so. Yeah. it would. It, 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 yeah. Explain well. their like wealth differential. Other
1: than that woman that barged out of the front of it and <laughs> yelled at anyone. Who I love her the place. The apartment was great.
2: She had a whole other movie happening. Yeah. yeah. like Literally. <laughs> a whole different tone. So yeah, is it appropriate to invite your like child's also Allison and Janney and Al and Alda are a little older parents, by the way, of this like yeah. kindergartner Although, or what have you. Allison
0: Janney, might Alan Alda, I was wondering how old he actually was. Because he's got like a full head of gray hair or white hair. But I was like, how old would Alan Alda? Maybe he was like late fifties. Hmm. But because then I was like, maybe he's like 40. I don't know. <laughs>
2: no. But maybe he's
0: late so. 50s, which it which we would be older, obviously um and they do you invite
2: your teacher to dinner like no to
0: answer your question i feel like it's like if you invite you certainly don't pressure ugh like give this man the night off and like talk (laughs) about short notice like i have plans i can't tonight is all you have to say but i guess like they are painting it as like this elite school and i definitely understand this whole of like it's just relationships you know like it's like yes technically i don't have to but i kind of do and yeah, and then it seemed like so he's married or Paul Rudd is with Dr. Jolie. <laughs> I
2: mean, weird. <laughs> but Jolie's a first name, right? No, so I think it's his
0: last name. Okay. Oh, really? According Good to look. IMDb, the character is like Ted Jolie, but they call I mean, him, he just Jolie. Calls him Jolie, which, which is means so weird. Pretty yeah. in French,
1: Doctor Robert Jolie,
0: right? Which is such a strange, like you know. Choice to call your partner by their last name.
2: Yeah, I know. When everybody
0: else is calling them Doctor Jolie, um, and so I guess he's kind of in this like elite class where he's a doctor, and um, he also kind of wants to be with Alice and Janie, who's like a book publisher. Like, like they're both kind of like bigwigs, it
2: seems. Yeah. So there's a dinner party, (laughs) and and Paul Rudd goes to it. And, um, and also Jennifer Aniston happens to be there as well. And that's how we learned that she's the step sister, um, or the yeah sister, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, and then they have this like sit down dinner where Jolie just tells a stranger, Jennifer Aniston, that his partner's going to be looking for a place to live because they're going to break up, but also Can you imagine like- doing this. <laughs> no. Yeah.
1: But then also, I think it sort of shows Jennifer or Nina's um, not completely with itness that she was like, didn't pick up on the implications of that statement that he gave her. Yeah, yeah right. Immediately tells Paul Rudd this um, of just like, oh, hey, I guess you guys are breaking up because <laughs> you need a place to move. Well, what or...
0: happens too is like, she meets Paul Rudd, they're having a conversation and then she says, I'm sorry to hear about you and Jolie. And he looks at her like, what an odd thing to say. And then they continue to have like a conversation for quite a while before it comes out like, oh, you can live with me since you'll be breaking up. But like if I was at a random dinner party and I started talking to somebody and somebody said, I'm so sorry to hear about you and Annie. I wouldn't just be like given a quizzical (laughs) look and then just like keep on moving on i'd be like what on earth yeah. do you mean does
1: <laughs> like, she have you know? cancer like you know
0: or do you not like her or what mm. you know like i i just it, it mm-hmm. was such a strange because i have kind of forgotten it and i was i wrote down like what does she mean what could she mean um yeah. but i agree with you phil like the whole thing it would be so inappropriate and then even even if like jolie had told her this what a weird dynamic! Now, like, so you're here at this party with somebody you're actively breaking up with, and like, we're right, and all you managing know. it for right, you. I it's know. so odd. Yeah.
2: So Jolie's like not a very nice person. Or at least we don't think he is because he's like, yeah, we're gonna break up because I'm there's this student of mine that I'm Yikes. yeah like banging. Um. Uh, <laughs> so awkward. Yeah. Uh, and then he drives Paul Rudd to Brooklyn, which is like this far away place it sounds right. like to everybody they've never traveled to brooklyn Brook-
1: Brooklyn. <laughs>
2: yeah. what and how i mean yes. i guess like brooklyn in the late 90s is not the same as it is today but still like it just i don't know and um of course everybody in new york seems to have a car too which i'm like that's maybe maybe just if you're rich you have a car
1: right yeah
2: you're a doctor yeah. um
0: I also like that we get the sense, so Allison Janney is like constantly trying to fix Jennifer Aniston up. She's trying to fix right. her life, even though it's established that Jennifer Aniston has a boyfriend who's not at this party. Right. Um, but she's also like, I guess, inflating what she does because we, we get at the party her saying like, uh, this is my sister the shrink right and then jennifer Anderson's like she likes to call me a shrink when i'm a social worker i'm like mm, i think it's the same thing like a, sh- <laughs> a shrink doesn't nest you know what i mean it's like it's a slang 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 anyway it's just kind of a funny clarification because yeah. it's like kind of like a derogatory term anyway mm-hmm. um which i thought was interesting but yeah so jennifer Anderson can't be like lower status in this group i guess
2: yeah um jennifer aniston's apartment is large i think for new york but also yeah. weird because it doesn't really have a living room or what is that it's like the kitchen but then there's like a chair you can sit on that's like next to the yeah. dining room table i'm like where's like the living room where do you like sit on a couch they
1: just didn't need they didn't have a scene for that so they were like eh. It's, yeah
2: they shared everything it's in the ether yeah that's true, I guess. And they shared a bathroom, which we get the the thing. Um,
1: which, yeah, if if that place had had two bathrooms, then it would have been like the most batshit crazy thing. And yeah. yeah,
2: right. The fact that she even had an extra bedroom. But I guess only in Brooklyn, you can have that as a social worker.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah.
2: So we kind of like start to learn a little bit more about what's going on in their lives. Like they're at work. We're kind of like seeing them doing their things. And then we finally get to meet Vince. Who is, who is this man? He's like Uh, this balding guy who's in everything. (laughs) Wasn't he in mad about you? Yeah.
1: That's where I know him from.
2: so I was like, where
1: do I know this guy from? And I looked it up and it was the only place was mad about you. Um, Which I then read that Stephen Baldwin was originally cast for this role. And then after a day, creative differences, air quotes, um, he was let go. And they brought in this guy, which just seemed so miscast. And I'm gonna be talking about this for the rest of the podcast. This guy
2: <laughs> was miscast, you thought? Yeah. Wow. Because Cause why? Because you think just he's don't... not cute enough for her.
1: Yep. That's oh. that's sort of well, I mean like he's, he's an awful... out of her league. He's an awful person through and through. And yeah, then
2: it's, it's strange that yeah. <clears throat> but he's he's like a he's supposed to be a do-gooder who's an awful person. Although is he?
1: Is he? Yeah.
2: I don't know. I thought she. Well, she said he was, didn't she? Say he was doing like. I think good that's things? her just
1: rationalizing. Oh. This awful relationship. There was did. there
2: were some other people that were set to play Jennifer Aniston and Paul Rudd's parts too. Did you read that? Yeah. Oh, I can't uh, find it. Like it. It's like Uma Thurman, Thurman
0: and Ethan Hawke.
2: No yeah. way.
1: Oh. SJP oh, okay. and RDJ. Um, Jeez.
2: <laughs> yeah. OPP. <laughs>
1: yeah you know me yeah. <laughs> no Sarah J- Jessica Parker and Robert Downey Jr were slated to pay, play the two. I can oh. definitely
0: see Sarah Jessica Parker in that yeah one, for sure oh, I mean, the thing I was gonna say, Phil too, given your level as friends, like I do think that we are a little primed like the I was gonna say the guy um who plays Vince looks so much like uh, Rachel Green's like ex-fiance on Friends, like the guy that she leaves. Um, yeah, like Barry. The first... Yeah, they kind of have a similar. They actually do. Look, yeah. Um, even though in knowing that, like Phil, I'm with you when when Vince showed up, I'm
2: like. This guy, I think, in the in the late eighties and the nineties, it was that prime time for receding hairline with the see through (laughs) dark hair. (laughs) Michael Keaton, the crystal Michael Keaton, the guy Barry from like the George Costanzas. I mean, George Costanza had a lot of girlfriends on Seinfeld. Or even... Seinfeld, frankly? Face
1: Die Hard. Um, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis Willis sort of has that same look, but
2: he's handsome
1: yes i I would agree and
2: i also
0: think that like we are supposed to immediately get that they don't fit like i Mm. think right like i don't think we're supposed to be rooting for this Mm. couple ever
2: okay well that's Um, an interesting perspective because that's that's true i mean
1: it would have been better if he had some sort of nuance that were like some redeeming qualities get it because everything he does is sort of just awful
0: yeah and
1: i'm just like why
0: yeah. And to your point, Phil, I would argue that because of that, you lose respect for Nina as well. They're I know. Like, okay. Like, if this is how you want to spend your days and moments in life, then I'm not sure yeah. why he, we're hanging out with you. He
2: does plant the seed kind of early of like, he's going to fall in love with you and turn straight, which is just like, come on, bud. But yeah. I guess I like, yeah. I think well, that was
0: p- indicative of the nineties for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, which I don't love that idea from him, but it's like if we if we cared yeah. about him at all, like because he had a redeeming quality, we might be like, oh, I, I get this fear from you, but it's just like, yeah. he throws that out there. As just like, oh, this is another awful idea from Vince. Um,
2: yeah, right. So we then get introduced to kind of like the, the metaphor of the movie or like the metaphorical, is this a, no, it's not. What is that term we always talk about? The MacGuffin. Magu- it's not a MacGuffin, but it's like the dance of it all where they're like at dance, dance class. class <laughs> it's like
1: eye patch Magoo.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Annie
0: loved how much that woman's eye patch would change to match her dresses. Yeah. It's pretty wild.
1: If I, I lose an eye, I'm don't
2: know out. what you're talking about. Who oh, had yeah. an eye patch? The, the dance, dance teacher. <laughs> you didn't notice that? No. you know what, guys. Bridget
1: doesn't see. I eyes. just
2: see people
0: for who they are. Okay. She was really. She was. It about lo- it. Yeah. Like owning it is a better way to say that. But oh, why yeah, did like she... I not see oh, that? It's it like, was incredible. It matched I watched I watched every, every dress version. she had. <laughs> she watched the ones where they digitally
2: put her eye back. Yeah. Watch the digitally enhanced eye Very version. Pretty much
1: like Harry Potter, just a googly <laughs> eye. Yeah.
2: <laughs> totally. Also, I just, there so many characters in this movie, like any movie. I'm like, <sighs> do you need Steve Zahn? Like, where did he come from? Yeah. I was yeah. like, I mean, I always, I think we need, need Steve Zahn. We need He's more great. Steve Zahn.
0: But I know what you mean. It's like yep. this. I guess it was just like this juxtaposition of like a. Tell me, like he said, she said, like almost like a Harry Met Sally thing. Yeah, like, Alice and Janny is the sister, and right. Steve's on is the brother.
2: Right, the tell but, me yeah. more, tell yeah. me more.
1: Well, I mean, another thing with the movie is there's so many scenes, and they're yes. they're so quick, and it's just like jumping around. I don't know. There's it's yeah. an interesting. Sort of style that the director went with, and I've seen a couple of his other yeah. things, and I don't think that the Crucible. Style... <laughs> I think I have. I mean, seen if you that. just
2: think about the Crucible and Center Stage in this movie together, and then he has a he has this guy has like a very well respected theater director career, yeah, yeah, doing like a ton of Shakespeare, which is like not a lot of scenes jumping around, and you're just kind of like, but I, now that you said Harry Met Sally, it does have that vibe of like mm-hmm. cutting between you know, very New York. It's almost it's like busy. It's inverse,
0: inverse Harry met Sally. Like it proves the thesis. It's like the same thesis of like men and women can't be friends, but it's like right. they can be, but they like, um, yeah, a, sh- a gay man can't fall in love with a straight woman kind of, or, or whatever it is. Like, it's like, this isn't going to work as much as you cram it. Like it's not going to ultimately right. work out. It's, it's kind of like the anti-romantic comedy in a way.
2: Yeah. So Steve Zahn sets up P. Rudd with this Leather Daddy, ENT Your nose doc- and throat guy. Your nose and throat this doctor. guy. Who's I in this have, movie I a lot. I also have Leather
1: Daddy. Um,
2: <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Because I,
1: was, oh, yeah. I, I wasn't sure about what it-
2: This would be a wild outfit to arrive yeah. to this bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think like, he's just like always in scrubs. So he's just like, that's yeah. his, com- that's his yeah, sweatpants you know- because- you know what I mean? Like if you're not wearing scrubs all day, like you don't want to change into sweatpants, you change into leather outfit. It's probably a comfortable
1: vest. It probably just doesn't <laughs> do a whole lot other than the aesthetics of it. You yeah. Know?
0: Yeah. I feel like my partner wears scrubs all day and then changes into more comfy clothes
2: somehow. <laughs> <laughs> <Out of> scrubs. <laughs> but yeah. The scrubs that scrubs would wear. That's what you yeah. thought. It couldn't get more comfy than scrubs. <laughs> oh, good. That makes me happy for her um yeah. week and then we again we get to this like next se- well this is where I thought the boyfriend kind of was like trying to show that he had redeeming qualities because he and Jennifer Jennifer Anderson are helping people register to vote
0: yeah I mean this is the thing I think this is another like
2: you yeah. know
0: her resume is a do-cutter for sure and
1: I uh, guess he's there that. with
2: her and he speaks Spanish, so that's right. Oh, so right! Exciting. We get this whole moment where this woman is like talking about her daughter and how she's queer and how she mm-hmm. loves her, and you're like, "Oh, mm-hmm. nice. it is that's nice. That's nice. nice." My bummer scene. was
0: that like Vince was rooting for her to be homophobic, playing, <laughs> right? Trying to play that, so totally he's let down. So I'm like, okay, cool. But um, yeah, I like <laughs> I like that part for sure. Yeah.
2: Um. So. Let's see. I'm trying to move us through. We kind of get a time. Now we're getting a time jump through dance, a a seasonal change, if you will. We get a montage. A montage as we learn about Jennifer Anderson and Paul Rudd's like blooming relationship with each other. How long do we Uh. think we
0: do skip? Like, have they known each other now for a year? Well, they met like at the
2: end of school, at like an end of school pageant, I kind of thought. Okay. And then they're like tangoing at Christmas. And then there's like a Valentine's dance. And then it's like springtime again. So I think it's like a year. I thought.
1: And I was was like, is there
2: going to be a Thanksgiving dance? (laughs)
1: Early school year play. And so I I clearly never
2: directed a school year play
1: i have not can't do it um,
2: it's hard to
0: do it in the beginning but yeah <laughs> but but no go ahead so you thought it was an early like an opening an opening day yeah because
1: like the first like dance class like it's weird that they would then start that montage with like
2: like Christmas after the whole sword. summer yeah i think they had been living together and hanging out and he'd like gone on the leather daddy date and then like the voting thing like they were gearing up for the fall because that's like usually when voting happens I just
1: I got a feeling true. of like six months mm. which skewed my opinion for what is coming later, right, just yeah, yeah, but okay, we, we, let's say a year let's let's give them or
2: like the
0: I kind of, of the I doubt. mean, to split the difference, I kind of thought it was like not quite a year, but nearing yeah. a year.
2: Mm. so I don't know. well, let's fight about it, yeah no, yeah, um because then Paul Rudd is teaching about Easter at school, so again. <laughs> I think it's like anyway, um, and then Jennifer Aniston because people love to show up at people's school while they're teaching and tell them important things. Yeah, I know this is like such a movie trope and a TV trope. Like, I can never imagine anybody coming to my classroom and like knocking on my door and me being like, "What?" Like, here's a fun queer fact,
0: Mm -hmm. uh, only because it involves queer people. (laughs) I um have had partners that are teachers and partners that work in the ICU, and I showed up way more in The ICU, um, which is many times, and I zero showed up at a partner's like classroom. Like, yeah. you just can't. That's just well, absolutely yeah. no, like to just surprise somebody while they're in class. So
2: maybe private yeah. school again is a little different. Of course, today you know. can't do that at all, but in the 90s, maybe it's so but either way, it's like just wait till the school day is over to deliver your dramatic news that you're pregnant. But
0: it is such a trope where it's like, oh, I just need to borrow. Or real quick. Tap on this little class. You... Take over the class. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they're like, not oh,
2: doing yeah.
1: anything. Oh
0: my god! <laughs> There's always a yeah. kid
2: that can take over the class. Yeah, totally. You're a preschooler. Take over yes. the class.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, she's she's prikers Jennifer Aniston. Um, and and I uh, missed
0: this because that, this is where they're talking on the park bench, right? Or Well, no? he
2: yeah, because he like leaves school to go with her to to talk to her. And
0: then she says something about how Vince is like pro-choice except for when it comes to his opinion or I don't know. It's something like strange. Yeah. Because like, she's deciding whether or not to have the
2: baby, I guess. Yeah. yeah she said she hadn't decided and, um,
1: And th- you know. this goes to, I mean, yeah, it, it won't be my bummer, but just it, yeah. it's a running thing in movies that no one ever chooses to have an abortion in movies. I know. And this is also Nora's sort of... Oh, totally. Pet peeve. It's just yeah. like, everyone always decides to keep it. Whereas like, even though every sort of thing says, don't do this. You're oh, in a yeah, horrible totally. relationship. You're don't have a great job. You're, you know, just... Bouncing around Jennifer Anderson should not have this baby right now. I mean, obviously oh it's her choice. I'm I'm not deciding <laughs> for her. Just want to make that clear. Um, but,
4: hot take. Yeah. Hot
1: take. I should be the decider for everyone. No, right. it's just like it's it's just annoying that like 99% of the time everyone makes a certain choice in movies.
0: I totally agree with you. Um but a fun way to look at it is that maybe anybody that's not having a baby in a movie had an abortion that week, maybe.
2: That's true. <laughs> that's true. We just Every don't hear about it. Every single other person on yeah. screen.
0: I totally agree though. And so I like lost I, for- I totally didn't wasn't paying attention or something happened with this bench conversation that i did not get that is about pregnancy and then like when they're at coney island she's just like running down the boardwalk being like i'm gonna have the baby i'm like
2: what baby i was like (laughs) it was it was in the description katie of the movie
0: well that's when annie brought it up i'm like oh yeah
2: okay yeah um
0: yeah, so that's where, you know, like the thing you want to do when you're um, in your first trimester is probably go on a roller coaster. Totally. Yeah, yeah. like that's just a, that's a good <laughs>
2: I idea. I thought that was going to be
0: a joke. I thought she was going to like throw up, but yeah. she didn't.
1: It's probably fine. Well, I mean, I'm sure
0: it's like, I'm sure fine it's- Fine for the baby,
1: but just yeah, like- Yeah, but I
0: just, I would think that that wouldn't feel great, but she doesn't seem to be showing many signs of morning sickness, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or nausea. So they go to, I think it's Coney Island, right?
2: hmm Seems like it, up? Yeah. I think so,
0: and then it's and then Jennifer Aniston just kind of lays this proposition, which honestly, like, if I didn't know the plot of the movie and I was Paul Rudd, I would have a hard time understanding what she was talking about. Like, she's not very good at laying out like what she means. Yeah. Like, and her proposition is like they could raise the baby together, and it's
1: a crazy ask. It's a
2: terrible ask. It's, it's really and, and there's like no insane. like conversation around like yeah, but you know what? Like, you should have a life too. Or, like, because she's clearly saying, like, well, I'm no. only choosing baby for here on out, which also was not realistic. Yeah. There's no
0: plan. There's no like boundaries. There's just no idea of how this would ever work or fit into both either of their lives. And right. so Let's I just think make an
1: 18 year commitment.
0: Right. <laughs> so I think Paul, 18 years, I'm oh Paul Rudd's reaction is kind of one You're like, yeah, like, get out of there. This yeah. is kind of wild, and again, Phil, it's like it depends a little bit of like just just how nuts this is, as far as like is it a year or like only a couple of months that they know each other. But either way, it's wild.
2: And then this, then we get this very chaotic scene where, like, the sister-in-law calls and she says, "Like, I'm coming over." I think because the little kid has used to the bathroom. Where we happen to be in Brooklyn,
3: right? wow.
2: even though we're never in Brooklyn, and we're swinging by. And then Vince comes and he's got like all this food. He hasn't talked to Jennifer Aniston. Weeks. He doesn't. She's pregnant. Yeah, it's been like weeks. He brings. But over they're still all this together, food. right? Yeah. Well, well, yeah,
1: but, air quotes together. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but they're not. She hasn't talked to him. Which, if you could imagine, like it's not no. a very healthy choice. No, um, this would be so tense. Yeah, and it's not like yeah, and it's it's the '90s, so they're just like what paging each other and nobody's responding. I don't know. <laughs> My beeps. Nine one one. My beep. Um, <laughs> and um, and then it's just like chaotic, and there's food, and they're like, try the kugel. Don't eat the kugel, or whatever it is. It's like herring or something that's causing alan alda to need a 911 call like i didn't understand that i'm just having an allergic reaction no they were like don't eat it it's gonna hurt your stomach and then he he, eats
1: it no it's he calls 911 not 911 he calls doctors because he wants to immediately get her connected to a doctor and get like the best doctor for all of her um Whatever it's called, OBGYN. Oh, I thought and stuff. he was like
2: calling for himself because he was like, no. it really
0: looks like he's trying to call an ambulance. Like yeah. It reads as a it real emergency. Didn't That's make what sense, I got.
1: But it, it was more just like this weird overprotectiveness. Like, you're pregnant. We need to get you like the best doctor, you know, for your pregnancy it was how yeah. I read it.
0: Mm. It was, a, it was, an urgent... it was weird
1: and very chaotic
0: for sure. Yeah. I thought he was drunk like Ellen Alda. I was like, what's happening? He Maybe seems. He
1: was? out of it a decent amount for this movie yeah um, yeah
2: i just wrote pregnancy revealed it's been a few days since i've seen this so how did that did she say it to everybody or like what no. happened it was it,
1: it he she was going to carry something like a fan yeah. he was oh, like you shouldn't right. be carrying that in your condition you're
2: conditioned yeah <laughs> cool. after, after we <laughs> get to a, a
1: bed woman yeah yeah
0: yeah nice okay, and then it's like what condition are you okay it's like no i'm fine it's like are you pregnant I thought we were convinced that the little girl was going to go into the bathroom and find like a positive P test because they were really focusing on her. And then of course, like when it's like, well, he's gay. It's like, you are. And I remember that from the trailer, I think.
2: And he says like, it's a valid and wonderful choice. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, Oh God. (laughs) Okay.
0: But I think that was, I don't, yeah, I know. Like, I feel like it was signaling that this guy was like, not, not like in group, but like, as liberal as you could hope for this incredibly rich New York man, I guess. Like, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I guess so. So Paul Rudd kind of has this like moment where he sees, like a son with his child playing basketball or and he like stalks them for a really long day. He spent all day apparently
0: <laughs> all like day like two feet away from these two they're the only three people in the park like yeah. this is a wild thing he's to do like, all day wait
2: i should be a father to somebody else's child <laughs> it's a really uh, interesting thing uh, uh, away I, I, and i i kind of hate it because i'm like You're around children all day long and you see them with their parents, but this random child (laughs) in a park suddenly gets you, gets you. And then you're like, okay, I want to be the daddy.
0: And I don't want to speak like out of historical turn, but I do think that it's playing to how in the, I mean, this was obviously pre-gay marriage and I think it was like on the cusp of any kind of normalization of like gay parenthood. So like- it, I think it's playing yeah. towards like, oh, this would be a way for me to have a kid. And yeah. otherwise, there is just no way um, possibly in, in mm-hmm. his vision of things.
1: Mm. I think, yeah, I definitely had the note of that. Is it because he thinks he can't have kids? His wife's agreeing to her deal because it makes mm. no sense. Maybe I
0: I think so. I think it's like there's not really a way for that. Adoption isn't really much of an option. Right. Like he doesn't really have a partner he wants to have kids with anyway. Hmm. But like that reality Hmm. at that point might have been really hard to do.
2: Yeah. So there's a science fair at school which of course gets everybody there because everybody comes to the science fair even. It's a hot ticket. (laughs) Even. Why is why is Vince at the science fair? Why does he even come there? Cuz it's
1: a hot ticket, Bridget. <laughs> um, okay.
2: Yeah, he's like so The whole far city, removed. the mayor's
1: there. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, I'm like he does he's very far removed. He doesn't have a child. He, this is not even her actual sister. I mean, it's her stepsister. I don't know. The whole thing is just is wild. But then we kind of have like a coming to Jesus moment where, you know, Jennifer Aniston freaks out on Vince and Paul Rudd Oof. is like, "Yeah, I'm going to be the" baby daddy I'm gonna be the raising the baby daddy why I'm does
0: like, she freak out just because they're not a good fit and he's like talking over her and stuff and she just can't handle it
2: Yeah, she
1: hates him and she's hated him <laughs> yeah, for a really long does. time yeah. <laughs> that's true
2: um, so she decided to have his baby yeah Right. Well, I know. I'm like, now you're stuck with this person. You know, I don't know. I don't want to begrudge people's choices because it's, it's hard, but yeah, so, but here, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I don't want to say what I was going to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> but here, what I'll do is get that record. Uh, <laughs>
0: just, uh, <stop. laughs> but, like, I think I will say, Phil, to your point earlier about like Vince being the bad guy, or if he wasn't such a, <laughs> swarmy jerk that's like just this person that you can't really stand like his perspective on like what happens now when she says like i want to raise this baby with paul no george Jeez. yeah um one of the Beatles. like <laughs> yeah somebody it's john or ringo
1: ringo um, yeah
0: <laughs> um and he his look and then they decide to have this conversation as like a thruple like three yeah. of them and there's no concession of like you're obviously the father and we'll we'll have to work out custody. I think the implication is like I'm taking this baby right. and giving it to my roommate and me yeah. and you can get lost. And it's like so strange. Like, and I think the movie, I think we get gaslight lit later to be like, you're always be the daddy. Like what? Like you told him you you kind well, of
1: cut him out. I felt like they solved that because I read it slightly different because I was thinking the same thing. is like you can't just unilaterally make this decision. Right. And then he basically flies he, off the yeah. handle as is like, I never mm-hmm. want to see that kid or you. And you tell him that you're the fault that he's never yeah. going to meet his dad. And it's like, oh, well, that solves the custody thing. I guess
0: so. Because it yeah, was right. this huge yeah. knot.
1: And then he's just completely explodes. And it's like, oh, I guess that is how you put a button in that plot hole.
0: But I think both things are true. <laughs> I think I know what you mean. But it's also like, yeah, I expected him to be like, I'm assuming for full custody, and then we have to go through that fun movie yeah, to watch. Uh, right. But like, <laughs> but I think it like it is, I mean, his reaction is like Looney Tunes, but her like proposition is so mean. It's like so like off the handle as well. Like, I don't know. No one no one's like great in this film. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, oh, I think Bridget's frozen.
1: Okay, uh, the <laughs> next thing that I, yeah, I she just has this looking... withering look yeah. on her face. It looks so uh, intense yeah. and
0: disapproving that we were both cowering.
1: Yeah, the the next <laughs> thing that I had is that they have this random scene that I figured was going to go somewhere. That does it is that they go to like a, a baby goods place and uh, Paul Rudd like runs into an old flame. Right. And this scene goes, no, it, it's this hunky dude that's there. It's like, oh, I, right. you're Paul Rudd. And it they don't do anything <laughs> with it. And I, I don't Trotter understand.
0: Bull? Trotter yeah, Bull? must be. Is it him? I thought Trotter Bull was the guy at the end, at the play, right? That he meets? Oh, um, I, I thought that chatter bull was a guy that he, had oh, you're right. I'm in, sorry. Like, you're school. right. There is like the quarterback another, quarterback or guy, something. another
2: guy that he runs into oh, the guy at the baby store. That's right. Yeah. Like I just, I think it's just to show cause she's starting to get jealous.
4: Yeah. I think that have this like
2: potential other life. I mean, there's just a whole list of people I started making on like the ENT doc, the off-duty cop, Trotter bull, the first floor lady. It's like all these characters that we sort of started to meet the, the baby store guy. Um, Yeah. And then like, this is kind of my bummer a little bit, but just the whole scene where she's like, Jennifer Aniston won't let it go about like, don't you miss her you're like this girl you slept with oh a long uh. time ago and like <laughs> ugh, it just like makes me really upset obs- or don't you miss men or she like they talk about earlier about the the woman he slept with and she's just mm-hmm. like flabbergasted by blown it. away like too Can't blown away Can't she thought it. he was um gay in high school in 1975 is what right. she thought yeah. was happening yeah. right and then that, like, they I don't know, this scene where they make out and she, like, goes for his pants. Is this why it's R? I don't know. I'm just like, what is this scene? r ready
1: for tummy kissing.
2: <laughs> <I know. laughs> and it's odd because
0: this is where we learn that, because I think he's like, is this where he's like, what if I did? Fine, maybe I will invite him back. Like, how would you feel, you know? Yeah. Like, this is where we learn that, like, he's not dating or sleeping with anybody, that, like, Apparently, it's like this vow of celibacy that he's expected right. to take. It's, yeah, so it's like, it doesn't make
2: any sense. Neither and of them should be expected to do right.
1: that. Yeah. Even later, when she gives him the green light, she does not give him the real green light. She is very much judging and, I don't know, pissed off the whole time. If and you I think. understand
2: having like jealous feelings towards even a platonic friend of any sex or gender if they're giving more time and energy towards somebody other than you like that happens in friendships it happens more when you're younger I think when it it, with friendships but I it's just like wild to me that like that is this like uh, it makes me sad for Jennifer Aniston's character because I'm like she I thought she was cooler than this and smarter than this but she's sort of like Played in this way where it's like, oh, I'm I'm I have nothing if I don't have you to dote on me. It's like, girl, he's not going to dote on you in that way. Like he's not. Yeah. Um, but Jolie calls as as you Jolie. do. But
1: before we go to that, I <laughs> just had one question because I don't know the answer. Yeah. Um, Are they sharing a bed?
2: No, I, no, think, he's but still I think they sleeping. hang out. They hang out in her room because she doesn't a lot. have a living room. Yeah, they just have to hang out in their bedrooms.
1: Okay, I was I was confused on that because I don't know. The, there's the, no there's TV like a...
2: in the other room because it's just a kitchen with a chair, and then if you want to watch TV, you have to go lay in the bed. Yeah, so I think they were doing that in her room.
1: So is that what they did? They just turned their living room into a first bedroom, and then oh, I don't know. That makes sense. Uh, That's how you get. I, but it would have a... a
2: door? I guess you're right. I guess it could. Uh, the other bedroom was kind of small but i don't know
1: any anyhow i just
2: think that she only had one weird chair next to her dining room table i just so. had
1: that question so yeah jo- jolie calls back and
0: and he proceed. lies immediately about who it is like they sleep together and then he just starts lying to her <laughs> yeah um he says she's very
1: judgmental you yeah. know not excuse his lie but like she, yeah, I just yeah. she is
0: incredibly codependent. I mean, it's it's really wild. um and and then, yeah, like he Jolie says, I have to go to your old college this weekend. Can you imagine saying that to somebody like, you know, your old college, you know, the one that you went to, like, just say the name of the school. Oh, uh,
2: yeah. I guess that is kind of weird the way he said also, it. I thought you meant the actual, the actual thing that happened. I'm like, I could see somebody saying that to me about Washington College. No, just
0: the way. Yeah. But if I told you, like, um, I'm going to your old college, you'd be like, oh, you would at least say, you mean Washington <laughs> College? Like, we would talk, we would say the name of it
2: that's true (laughs) at some point yeah your old alma mater i don't know
0: yeah um which i guess is somewhere maybe in boston right isn't it in boston that they're going maybe it's like am amherst or something um and then they're yeah they're in the the honey stage we realize
1: Mm. on the
0: ride up there honey and leg
1: grab stage
0: yeah oh yeah jolie wants that paul rudd back And then Jolie is just gaslighting Paul as hard as he can to
2: deny that they ever really broke up, and it's kind of wild. Well, he gets his one-ups because that panel discussion he's on is very poorly attended. (laughs) Was that part of the joke? I think so. There were more people on the panel than there were in the room, and then that gave Paul Rudd the opportunity to giggle with the other guy. Whatever that guy's
1: so confused in the (laughs) directorial or acting choices made. I
0: I couldn't believe this. (laughs) I thought I couldn't tell if he was laughing or. Same like fake crying.
2: (laughs) Same.
1: I couldn't what he was trying. I had no idea what he was trying to convey. I
2: didn't I mean he had they got church giggles. They were being silly together. Yeah, but that's yeah, I
1: get that that's the thing, but I was not getting that from what they were doing.
2: Yeah, there was a lot of Or like the reason
1: for like there wasn't like a a good reason for them to get the church giggles of just like yeah, I get the mild thing that they're joking about, of just like, oh he says he hates theater, but he actually liked I didn't get what like set them up. No, off. it
2: just got really weirdly. Um, like academic and awkward, and like I, I don't know, I don't know. I the think whole they thing. were
0: trying to create chemistry, like real quick, yeah. because yeah, they meandered it through work. it, didn't work, and they already spent all their chemistry on that guy in the toy store, right? and <laughs> then just didn't follow <laughs> up with
2: them, yeah. Like a lot of like up close of that chemi- that guy in the toy store's teeth and stuff. Yeah, was very <laughs> But Nina, uh, by the way, since we're we've going back and forth, she's gone off to the Hamptons with her rich had, sister-in-law and a bucket I, hat i bucket thought she was ice. just
1: visiting them in the other part of new york and i was like why is she getting on a bus i don't <laughs> I know understand i was having a hard time too yeah brooklyn also, is not that far away
0: i mean i don't want to downplay like how awkward it can be when you're with a family member or an acquaintance that you have tension with and i'm sure she's like pregnant and alone but like the Hamptons are a big place, like, and that house is huge. Just like yeah. hang there right. and have an awesome time. I know and you just, don't like, have
2: to talk to her. When Paul Rudd finally calls her. And she's just like, let's go together. Let's go back to our tiny bed and our ice cream. We could just be together. Just the two of us. Everything's terrible. <laughs> You're like, girl. And this is, this is maybe
0: somewhat indicative of like not having cell phones and how important like being around for a landline call would be. But like yeah. the emphasis she puts on this call. Yeah. Like her fragility is like nowhere that, a, you know, she's not ready for a good friend
2: or a partner. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's like, she's a little anxious about this phone call. Like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I don't think you should be counseling teenagers about sex no. and love right now because no. <laughs> totally. you are not the way you're waiting by a, the call for a man that will that is your friend. It's your, I mean, I can understand if you're worried about your family or something, but oh yeah. my gosh! So the,
1: the first time you've let your like man partner go away for the weekend that's the thing you're sitting by the phone for yeah yeah
2: so she gets on the bus to go back and of course of course vince and melissa the school teacher are on there canoodling because they have gotten together they had like a brief moment where they like were both like agreed on something dumb maybe at the science fair they're like i I like like pasta yeah (laughs) (laughs) i like the pasta too (laughs) and then they were like together let's doink Let's doink and go to the Hamptons and get on the yeah. bus on the exact same day and time as Jennifer Aniston. I was like, that seems, and then she's just like, oh, and like carrying stuff and like is awkward. And he's, he's like, oh, it's good to see you. Is my hairline getting any shorter? <laughs> nope. Uh, <laughs> um, but then Jennifer Aniston gets back and of course she's walking home by herself in the dark in Brooklyn. How dare you? And her purse gets stolen. Or her wallet. Quick. Or- purse.
0: Quick. It just, yeah, like it just gets, there's not even a jostle of her body. This I guy mean, just lifts it off of
1: her. She looks like a pretty good target. If yeah. I was like a pickpocket, I'd be
2: like, oh, that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, she should
0: have gotten in a cab. I would have definitely taken yeah. a cab ride
2: home. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So she goes into like the subway station or I don't know where, and then talks to like a cop who who's like, I'm going home. I'm off duty, so I'll drive you home. And you're like, that seems even weirder. Like, why? Why would you take the off-duty cop? Like
0: the minute he said that, Annie's
2: like, she's gonna marry that cop. Well, yeah. of course. Like, why is he here? <laughs> yeah, and they're having like a heart-to-heart in the car and his plain clothes. Like,
0: although you know, red-haired like Paul Rudd didn't marry that guy in that Toy Story. Well, so who knows? It could have <laughs> just been another character. They you used. don't. You outs. don't know
2: that they didn't. I hope he does get together with that guy eventually. And-
1: I mean, they almost tried to not make that cop thing happen as well. Because, like, she drops it pretty hard of just, like, not... Oh, yeah. Him, she's going to say thank
0: you. Can I you know. imagine? Uh, nope. She waited cannot, for him to cannot. change. Cannot. Yeah, <laughs> like, Cannot they've, imagine. They've been together for a long time this evening. <laughs> yeah, Like, they've spent at least an hour together. Right, because they went to, like, bananas, talk to somebody about like, her... Yeah,
2: they've been hanging out. They got and a
0: connection. He went out of his way. Yeah. Ugh.
2: Yeah. So, but we do learn that he likes kids because he has a nephew or a niece or something. So, yes, they should get oh, married. He has,
0: didn't he say he has two kids or did he say my no. sister has
2: two kids? Yep. Yeah. Oh,
0: that would be it. too
2: complicated, Katie. <laughs> that would really make this movie rated R.
0: <sighs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that because I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I guess we'll see them later. But yeah, you're right. It would have been too too scandalous
2: yeah um let's see i don't know i oh paul oh, rudd so, oh yeah go ahead yeah
1: i was just gonna say the same I'm thing just trying as to you. move it's us like, along <laughs> yeah we we get sort of more of the paul rudd and the student um and then it's sort of like this weird thruple i can't tell what's this love triangle that's going on oh,
2: uh, with the older gentleman. Yeah. I don't think there, I don't think the young guy and the older gentleman ever had like a physical thing going on. I think gotcha. it was like a company like thing. A yeah. Right, that, that's sort know? of what I've got from it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think they're I, just all hanging together, but the two of them are definitely. And I get up. this
0: sense just from what he's like relating himself to Jennifer Anderson that he the older man is like somewhat in love with the younger man, yeah. but that the expectation yeah. of their relationship is not that it will be physical, but yeah. like the younger man is like kind of a kept man. It seems like he's kind yeah. of just yeah. his like assistant. And
2: I don't blame him because that's a nice apartment. Yeah. All in. of it.
0: And the guy seems, with what is Nice name? wine. Reginald or Sydney? Yeah. No. Something fancy. Rodney, maybe? Rodney the young the guy the maybe. old guy? The older guy. The young guy is Paul. Oh yeah, and he's the older guy. Do
2: you guys recognize the older guy? Yes.
1: No. My couchmate
2: told me
0: Cacto in Demolition Man. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's he's in something else too. I thought.
0: I think he's like a very well-established actor. So the fact that like I brought up his Demolition Man role, I'm sure he'll love if he's listening to this podcast.
4: He is.
2: (laughs) I see alive. I hope. that um, that paul Rudd's boyfriend paul is in a very like late 90s romeo and juliet uh, mm, production yeah. play with another Oof. play within a play how many plays were in this play three at least two with children yeah
0: well then i wondered like is this play i didn't look this up is it like based on shakespeare or something
1: no i think it just was romeo and juliet right
2: <laughs> you mean the no, movie sorry i meant oh, the movie it's the taming of the shrew sorry Shray sorry Candy. sorry is it <laughs> no. No,
1: I don't I don't I don't think Shakespeare this
2: never wrote a play about well, the, not like well, necessarily
0: like a gay man, but like of somebody who like wasn't, you know, I don't know, like that love I mean, I else. think yeah, unrequited. I guess all love Shakespeare is and, that. Too.
2: Yeah. It's sort of like a love triangle, unrequited love. Yeah, but then great. guess what, you guys? Thanksgiving. we got thanksgiving (laughs) we're finally at thanksgiving and it's gonna be paul rodney george and nina the original Mm -hmm. beatles um having a uh thanksgiving at the apartment uh, of the chosen family i guess if you will um and rodney like gets real serious with jennifer aniston he's like yo like you can't just like be friends with gay men your whole life because we're going to go off and leave you. So oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, thanks Rodney. Keep it straight uh, or keep it not, I don't know, right. but Rodney, like that's true. Like you, you got to have a little bit more, t- you can't just rely on people and that's not fair to rely on Paul Rudd because I think he was grappling with that himself, frankly. Yeah. <sighs> um, And then that just, they have pie and then it's a very awkward situation where like Paul is going to stay with, Paul Rudd (laughs) also. I know that
0: is very awkward.
2: And Nina's like, oh, okay. And then she stays up all night right outside their weird. door, basically with a cup so listening.
4: Yeah.
2: Uh, and then he comes out like in a towel, but there's like no bathroom involved in that. He's just wearing a towel. Which well, because like,
1: the bathroom's on the other side. Yeah. So he has, he has to go through the kitchen to get to yes. the
2: bathroom. Yes, but he didn't go to the bathroom. He just went to the refrigerator to get ice cream.
1: Well, he came out of the room and then saw her.
2: Mm-hmm. So he, either yeah. way, he got ice cream. Whatever. Yeah. She was, you know, sad face because that's what they used to do. Um, I also, sorry, this is
0: like an aside, but like when they come into, this is earlier when they arrive, you know, we have this like continuous bit with the neighbor who constantly thinks oh, yeah. everybody is like a repair person who comes to her house, <laughs> no matter what they look like. Yeah, She's Ex- the worst. Yeah. Did not enjoy her. <laughs> I didn't like that either. I didn't really like that bit. Like, I know. What is this? But it. She thinks everybody is a repair person except for like the older John Cocteau who comes, who she recognizes immediately as a theater critic, <laughs> right? Like, and you don't you ever tell me that like whatever I'm like if I like for me to recognize.
2: <laughs> like a theater Robert critic.
0: Ebert or Gene Siskel yeah like I well know you would who... recognize
2: them yeah
0: but that's even slim do you know what I yeah. mean it's like can you imagine recognizing like a theater critic yeah. by their face if no. you're this woman that li- like never seemingly lives leaves her apartment
2: It's well wild. maybe she just reads the newspaper yeah. and she sees his picture every day or whatever he's doing it
0: it could be and that's probably that's probably yeah
2: true. so Paul Rudd and um jennifer aniston have a fight yeah um and they kind of like roommate breakup i guess or they i don't know what happens here just wrote they fight was there an outcome to the fight uh, um
0: i think they just like door slam and they're basically kind of it's almost like a breakup kind oh, of yeah yeah
1: Seems like it and yeah. then apparently they're just hunky-dory at a wedding the next day <laughs>
2: at steve zahn's wedding yeah to his seventh fiance or Where he affords Audra McDonald as a singer. I don't think she's playing herself, but she's doing that. I
1: read that, yeah.
2: (laughs) I'm like, wow, that's a very nice wedding singer. Right. Um, And this is where I was talking about, like, with the whole, like, dancing as the metaphor because they were able to, Jennifer Aniston and Paul Rudd were able to dance again, which is to, like, you know.
0: After what is maybe the worst (laughs) best man speech that has ever been given (laughs) at a wedding. (laughs) It's just, you know, you'll have to fight off the 21 woman, women with pistols outside. Great. Yeah. And then like my friend Nina told me last <laughs> night in a crazy crying fight that <laughs> like, you know, you should want to be with the person that you're with. It was like terrible. It was just like, yeah, the worst. That's
2: some, that's some not good writing there.
1: I no. I have been to a wedding where basically the, the best man speech was like, my brother's generally always been a piece of shit. Um, but <laughs> right. he's finally like pulled it together. Sure, and now that's he's true. getting like married. Like, I
2: think that's a what? red flag, you know? Yeah. like the, I,
1: spoiler, I'm not naming any names, but that <laughs> marriage did not last. Did um, it? Okay. No. Mm.
0: Yeah, like I don't, right. Like it is such an interest. I don't really even, I really don't like that. Like the, like roasting, I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. Movies love that too. I know. But or like, yeah, you'll have to fight off, you know, this one broke a lot of hearts. He
2: was fucking somebody last night. (laughs) 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 You now have the clap. Right. Congratulations.
0: Yeah, Yeah, totally.
2: Yeah. So let's see. Um, Jennifer Aniston is very upset and she wants Paul Rudd to herself. That's what I wrote um and she's hurt by him but then i was like but what did he do i don't think he did anything wrong like i think He's other gay. than not clarify yeah what the exact expectations and rules were of this unfair relationship
1: he didn't do anything wrong i feel oh, yeah. you know
2: no other than i don't stupidly think so agreeing
1: to this eight year 18 year commitment you know
2: <laughs> plus because yeah. you're, if you're plus. a parent
1: no at 18 yeah. uh alva's out. I, I she's yeah still, she's out yeah. You don't
0: care. I I do think that like maybe we are supposed to believe that Paul Rudd is getting more out of the deal than he actually is. Like I think from the viewer's perspective, at least in 2022, it's like this guy is just helping you. Like that's it. Like he's just helping you raise his kid. And then maybe like again, it's like the 1998 thing of like, oh, like he has the opportunity now to be a dad or something. Yeah. But that's just not how it reads. And I agree with you. Like I'm not sure what he's done wrong here or like she just seems to have read into this like expectation that he would fall in love with her yeah. and kind of turn straight, I guess, like in 1998
2: terms. <laughs> it's kind of, yeah. But you know what brings people together? Having a baby quickly. Yep. Oh, man. Solves everything. <laughs> I do kind of like that we didn't have to watch her have a baby on screen um, because it wasn't really like I thought they were going to do a drown out drawn out like labor scene where she's like screaming at Paul Rudd and he's (laughs) another hour of this movie. bring her ice cream, you know, like I was glad that it was just like, and now the baby's here. Yeah. And like now everything's in perspective. Like I can like, wait a second, I can figure it out. Uh now I can have Vince as a baby daddy and you can move out.
1: I will say just earlier when like her water breaks in the movie, it's like That actually rarely happens. This is from my couch mate just informing me. It's like, this isn't a thing where you just, you're out and about on the town and your water breaks. It's like, this happens at the hospital 90% of the time.
2: Except if you're one of those people that didn't know they were pregnant, which I still don't understand (laughs) how that happens for anybody Yeah, for nine months. That's a not flag. Yeah. Yeah. People are like, I just thought I ate a lot of food. I just thought (laughs) I ate a lot of food.
1: Speaking of uh, my couchmate, the German title of this movie is "Liebe in Jesta Beziehung," which is love in every relationship. Uh, Mm. But there's like a pun in there. It's like in every situation slash relationship or something something
2: like that. Interesting. Yeah. Most, I would say, the strong majority of movies we've watched for this podcast say the title of the movie in in the movie, right? And then my couchmate and I clap when we hear the title said. Reference that's what happened in this movie. It did not. Uh, it did. It, was, it did not when, exactly.
0: Oh, the it object was, of your affection.
2: Mm-hmm, very good. Uh,
0: good. Quite. Spit it out, Katie. Spit yeah. it out. <laughs> The object of your affection. The object you make, of what is your it? Your affection, Rodney, or I guess yeah, Rodney says name. that. You want to make sure that the object of your affection mm-hmm.
2: is. So you're like, ah, right. but you can't clap for it because it's not.
0: Oh got it. It's gotta be yeah. exactly the object of my affection. It would have been interesting title if it was the object of your affection.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, I like that better for some yeah, me too. reason. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Let's let's tell uh, Nicholas Hitner write in let's write him um he's still around actually he's he's doing a lot of work still in london theater directing so we could write him if we'd like to just write it in british nice
1: Mm, yeah uh governor
2: (laughs) so let's we we fast forward to the future of the movie which i guess is like it's supposed to be like maybe four years later i think or three years later although with sarah highland is eight years old but um she's supposed to be like four or five there's a Timestamp
1: yeah. that they say, but I forget what. Oh, it is. really? And let's say four or five years. Yeah.
2: So now Paul Red is the principal at like a new hippy dippy school, but it's not. It still seems like it's a charter school of some kind.
0: Yeah, it seems. What did he say? It's a principal of Prospect Park Co op.
2: Yeah, the co op. So yeah, char- a nice like a charter. Nice area, too. I
0: guess. I know. Exciting. Yeah. And uh, then this kid sing Desiree. <laughs> you gotta be cool. You gotta. Oh man, this song oh, was everywhere uh, in nineteen ninety
1: eight. I, I, had sure I, <laughs> <laughs> I had a note that I'm pretty sure I hate this song.
2: I had a note that I'm pretty sure I hate. I mean, this yep. song was definitely I think I hate everywhere this song on is the radio. What I wrote down. Yeah. Oh god! Yeah. But those little kids singing it. Come on. Uh, it helps, but it just
1: it took me a while to place it. It's like, wait. I'm pretty sure I can't place it yet, but I <laughs> think I sure hate it. it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yep, yep, but yep, I, hate, I it. hate it. I hate this it. I hate it. This
0: was kind of a one hit wonder, right?
2: Yeah, I think she was.
0: I I remember distinctly Phil like because I know you also watched General Hospital. That the character of Robin like sings this to the character of Stone and she was like, (laughs) she put it on and she was like doing the dance and it was like the first time in General Hospital where I'm like, oh, wait, is this supposed to be the same world? (laughs) Like we're listening to the same music? (laughs) It kind of broke the fantasy for me. What kind of music did
2: you think they
0: listened to? It's just so, it's just so, I feel like soap operas are just so their own thing. Like they don't reference when I was watching them, I feel like as like which you know it's probably like fifth grade, to eighth grade or something. It just felt like it was a whole different thing, like almost like a whole different world. Like they weren't referencing any pop culture. They kind of just want to keep it like in their little town. And yeah. so anyway, it blew my mind. And it's like t- they know about Desiree.
1: <laughs> to clarify, I mean, I think I watched General Hospital. I I watched several uh, soap operas with my grandmother way yeah. back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um. And then in college I watched Passions, which yeah, I I'm more familiar with. <laughs> um,
4: <laughs> which
1: um uh, Timmy. It, pretty much all I remember it's, from oh. the my soap operas from grandmother, it's like there's like some plot thing where like lady in red was the song and it was just constantly Another.
2: playing that song
0: I the only reason I think we talked about this in the Aspen extreme podcast because the woman that played Bryce like the, oh I think she's from general hospital and that's okay. where then that's why I connected because yeah. mm-hmm. I, I definitely
1: recognize yeah thank you thank you for connecting because I, I couldn't remember the name of it but yeah, that's so I definitely remember corner. her yeah Um, sitting across from my grandmother watching soaps all day
2: (laughs) speaking of soap operas we get a soap opera ending to this movie because now jennifer aniston is with that cop they they somehow found each other good like if that was
1: another just like loose end i would right
2: the woman from the apartment building is now with vince just kidding but wouldn't that be funny (laughs) um is he there i guess he's there uh and they're all there and they're all like and then jennifer Anderson and paul rudd like are walking to her car because of course she has a car now too because she's a mom yeah and, is this uh,
0: is this after lewis comes and goes and like isn't indoors like i think just racism by like everyone do you, do you know what i'm talking what? about no lewis, the was. cop, the police officers what we know what about? He, he's there he, he's sitting in the audience yeah oh sorry i thought we were talking about the i thought you're talking about he's walking to the car at the end
1: like right, with paul yeah. rudd i think we're there that right
0: yeah but lewis comes and goes like he meaning he's there and then he like leaves to go somewhere else and like bye lewis
1: right he's got to do some I he's gotta go no i know
0: all i'm saying is like the point is
2: like where <laughs> what Jennifer,
0: it... <laughs> Al, What are you what are you guys talking did about did
2: you see something racist happened
0: Well, kind of, because like he's there and he's clearly been in her life for like however long. Because and they live together. She's like, see at home, right? And Allison Janney's like, okay, you made your point. And then like Vince is like, you know, I'm the only man that you ever made any sense, right? Like when he's like looking at Lewis, and it's like. Is, are they just saying this because he's black?
1: No, or because he's a police no, no. officer. Yeah, it's it's a class. It thing. is. I've I, I've got some thoughts on it, and I'll explain that later. So
0: I think I don't know. Oh, interesting. Maybe. I thought it was because he was black, and I didn't understand like like Allison Janney. I guess is a snob, but Vince wasn't a snob, right?
2: Uh, he's it's because got... he's
0: a police officer. <laughs> like he can't. She can't be with this
2: guy. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, weird. Yeah. I did not. Okay. That's a different but I I
1: that wasn't the take I I took. Yeah.
2: You. Okay. Okay. Look, Katie, you gotta be.
0: <laughs> well, I'll tell you um who I think has the least amount of chemistry in this yeah. movie is Jennifer Aniston and that little girl. Cause I think they met that day. <laughs> like I just like I'm like Mm-mm, that's not a good. I don't buy it. I do not buy it. Like
2: they just like, Aww. I don't know, it's something about it. But yeah i think that's the end of the movie or well yeah. just, right because it just that's, that's the, the end. end of
4: the movie okay um,
2: i have one question which is yeah who is the my and object of my affection i assume it's jennifer aniston talking about paul well, rudd yeah right same same mm, okay but who knows also like what a terrible expression I don't like to be. It's That's the expression, very right?
1: stalky and yeah. It, yeah, it fits is. for this movie. It's or possessive.
2: Like, yeah, mm-hmm. possessive.
0: I mean, but it could be Paul. Like, I feel like it could be, like, I think it's like every character has an object of mm. their affection, I suppose.
2: Mm. Okay. Lewis. Lewis. <laughs> Did you guys have any other questions that we didn't get a hold of? Okay. I not. So, How about Hummer's Bummer's? Let's start because this is a full-blown Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> let's start with Dumbers.
1: Um, I've got one. I think it's it won't be stealing anyone's because it was um so random. I'm just trying to find it. Oh, so um Jolie is calling Paul Rudd halfway through the movie, and he is very surprised that he's Still with uh still living with Jennifer Aniston, but Jolie's calling him on his <laughs> her landline, right? Um
0: <gasps> nice,
1: and it's just like yeah, it, it fits in with his like sort of swarminess, you know. Uh, but it's just like, oh, where are you calling me at? You know, at Jennifer Aniston's house, and like, of course, I'm still living with her because that's where you're calling me, and it just like, I don't know. <laughs> it was just yeah, Yeah.
0: Um, I think my dumber and maybe I'll be talked out of this being dumb, but, um, like, (laughs) well, I know like the premise that Paul or rather, yeah, Paul Rudd is moving in with Jennifer Aniston because he's like, I'm going to move in with my brother next week because he's going to break up with his girlfriend or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I'll just be here for like a week. Um, Well, one is that he goes to her apartment with all of his stuff without ever seeing it. (laughs) Like he just packs his stuff and moves in after like twice of meeting her. This is the second time I think that they've ever met is he's moving in. And then two, like Paul Rudd just just seems like a like nice guy that would have friends. And I just yeah. don't understand yeah. why mm-hmm. he wouldn't live with yep. somebody else. Like if he's just crashing, cause he's like, I can just crash on the couch. <laughs> like what? Like, if this is such a temporary thing, why wouldn't you move in with one of your friends? Like, mm. why are you moving in with this rando? <clears throat> who's the sister of like a fairly annoying couple at your school, which makes yeah. things weird. So yeah. I don't know that whole, I think that could have been, Simpler. In fact, like I remember this movie as them starting out as friends. I totally yeah, I forgot. Yeah, wasn't it kind of crazy? Like, did it throw you when they are at the party and it's like, "Hi, sense. what are you doing?" Yeah,
1: yeah. Because even though I didn't love the scene, their like best chemistry was almost in that first scene yeah. where they're sort of like mm. flitting in yeah. and out of I don't know the doorway, and you know, yeah,
2: totally, yeah. I think my dumber is just going to be, uh, I said it, I'm going to stick with it. It's, it's having a chair, um, next to your kitchen table that doesn't serve any purpose other than like (laughs) you having to sit awkwardly. Like one person always to sit on the arm and one person always like, there's just not enough room for sitting in your apartment to invite people over. Um, when you have room where I think you could have had a little extended living area outside of an awkward chair. So Take better advantage of the space that you have. I'm just gonna say I think that's pretty dumb um to do that. Yeah. Um, how about bummer?
0: I have a bummer that I don't i I don't think we talked about it. Um, my bummer is that Rodney just gets punched in the face. Yeah. by the director of that yeah. play and like and people are cool with it and paul's like see you tomorrow for rehearsal and it's like <laughs> no like you need to quit this whole assault theater. just happened he
1: probably yeah hit the pavement and got a concussion
0: it's wild yeah, yeah he's got a Agreed. black eye he's 80 like it's just mm-hmm. really not <laughs> cool and the whole thing is because he he's like presumptuous. Yeah. yeah it's like it's like he gave the movie a bad review or the theater the the play, a better review in its own lobby, and it's like this hulking, like Pen looking man, yeah, is just like standing over him and punches him in the face, like, no, like, and yeah, not I funny, not cool.
1: Disagree with any of the things he said, no, um, totally.
0: It's true, and I think My... that actually was in the trailer, if oh, like, I recall. You yeah, love
2: but... a trailer. Uh... Uh, My bummer is in the scene where um, Alan Alda takes Jennifer Aniston to the Uh, bus stop while she's pregnant and says uh, that he would have an affair with her if he wasn't already married to her stepsister. Just Um,
1: joking, just joking, like
2: ew, Alan Aldous. That was just a creepy thing to say. It's, 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 it's just creepy all around. It bummed me out. So, like, that seems so unnecessary. Is he trying to make her feel better somehow? Because it's like, no, I
0: think he, okay, I have so much to say about this because I wrote it down as a bummer too, but then later, so. I think what it is, is a little bit of a John Hughesian, like, because he's married, because he's older, because he's Alan Alda, and he's just so, like, kind and, like, nuanced, or rather subdued. I know all of those things, too, but I I still hate it. Oh, I hate it, but I think the director thinks that he's not a threat to her at all, so that's supposed to be charming. Um, And I think that Jennifer – look, a bummer for me in this this movie is that Jennifer Aniston, like, takes these – sexualized like aggressions of older men as like super cute and fine like when everybody's like touching her nose as a tulip which i don't understand yeah um but like the older man is just kind of and then like she's dancing with somebody and he's like I don't know. There and she's like constantly like well out pouting her lips and saying like oh I, that's so cute. Thinking
2: about representation again. Like again, I don't know who made this movie. I think it's important that there was at least a gay director, but I oh, don't yeah. were there any women involved in making well, this movie? Other, I don't but, know.
0: So that all all thing was like my biggest bummer. And then when she gets off the bus, she's like, and Sydney said he would marry me. And I'm like, maybe this is like hyper real where she just laughs it off because she needs to keep herself safe. And then she gets off the bus and like breaks down. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, maybe. at least like there's some line in this movie where she recognizes how odd that was. Yeah. But anyway, I totally agree.
1: Um, I was debating having just Jennifer Aniston's character just because yeah. I thought, <laughs> she was way out there but i think you just convinced me not to do that because i think there's an extenuating <laughs> circumstances with that uh, i'm going to say it's vince um mm. i just thought you know i don't know there he just didn't have anything redeeming with him and it could have made it a more interesting movie um if he wasn't this sort of just villain really that they sort of like gave a a slightly uh good ending too it's just yeah he he brought nothing to it he's she knows he's bad he's bad like they've been dating for like 10 years or whatever it is and obviously not living with each other and it just once again as you said it, it it sort of makes us not like her because he's she's in this awful relationship with him and we're just like I don't I think i trust the decisions you totally. make and then this whole movie is prefaced on a decision she makes and i blame it all on vince mm.
0: what you were mentioning miscast do you have a person in mind that you thought would be better cast as vince
1: one of the baldwoods no um yeah i
0: don't get that casting seems odd too. vince
2: vaughn i don't
0: was... i think you <sighs> maybe like steve carell or something
1: no i think you need to make him like
2: more of a hunky
1: villain? but dumb like honestly like a joey sort of going back to friends oh, okay is it's like a, yeah. a bad decision like oblivious you can, you can kind of get why she's making this bad decision whereas like yeah i don't,
0: that's kind it, of what I expected now that you say it of like somebody who's like really attractive, but just not a good fit. But also mm-hmm. like a
1: nice, awful person. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's what Joey was, is like this nice, awful person. Whereas I thought Vince <laughs> was like a bad, awful person. It's just like, <laughs> what? why wouldn't you just cut and run way yeah, totally. like years ago?
2: Yeah, totally. Well, so, I yeah. think a lot of this has to do with her self-worth, which we can Oof. clearly see is sure. yeah. on the yeah. struggle bus. Um, How about hummers? I have a quick Hummer, uh, which is just that gymnasium in the sky. <laughs> they had that, like that breakup scene and like a yeah. school gymnasium that was like on the 75th floor of a sky rise. Like, I don't know if that's an actual thing, but I love it. I love that. Like people would be playing basketball and like little kids would like, go to gym up an elevator because um, like out the window was like skyscrapers. So gymnasium in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Nice.
0: Awesome school. Um. I think, I
2: mean, okay, I won't mention my
0: I won't like take a Hummer maybe that's gonna be Phil's Hummer. So um I think Alice and janny in this movie, I think is my Hummer, but specifically when we were um when we all were oh, so you your, take is that it anyway? Hummer?
1: That was my Hummer.
0: Oh my god, I it did. <laughs> well shoot.
1: You, well, I can you tell you that I
0: pivoted I could I just like, pivot away from, he, yeah, I did. I away from Steve Zahn? Yeah, I did. I pivot away from Steve Zahn because I just like love every time he's on I just love Steve Zon's face. Do
1: Steve Zahn because I really don't have a backup. I hate <laughs> Unless everything. you really did unless you really
0: No, 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 no. Yeah, I'll just say you can do Allison Jenny, then I'll like yeah. maybe add one specific thing about oh, her. Please, but, um, yeah, no, no, but please, Steve please, John. Yeah. yeah, so Steve Zahn. I know that like um, you know, I think. Uh, before potting, um, there's like a ear, nose, and throat joke made, but like just he on fake. And I didn't actually even get that joke as sexual. And he's like, Yeah, I think that's what he he's saying. That I'm like, Oh, um, oh wait,
1: I was I think just I didn't throat. Get
0: that. I think just he's ear, he, nose, and
2: throat.
1: No, I think like, it's because it's a, it's a, my take was that it's a specialized doctor that probably yeah. makes a lot of money. That's, that's what, what I, I took from it. Too. Yeah.
0: I thought he meant like ear, nose, and throat. Like I no, thought that I, be Katie just him keeps him like
2: showing us with her mouth open. Um, <laughs> I thought for all of you who good, don't have <laughs> the good oral guests. sex is what I included in the
1: ear is what yeah, yeah in the ear. he would
0: know how to clean ears, but uh. Steve Zahn's face, like his character is like so not likable. The whole premise of his character isn't great, uh, yeah. but I just like love Steve Zahn.
1: <laughs> he can sell anything, he's you know. so yeah.
0: good, he's so good. So I'll make it Steve Zahn.
1: Yeah, I I, I think that's the first time I've demanded that someone <laughs> not steal my. Go ahead, yeah. um, But no, mine was definitely <laughs> Allison Channing. I loved her, like, oh. shtick, you know, <laughs> just being like, this, you know, I, I know he's standing right next to us, but you should dump him and, like...
4: yeah, <laughs>
1: And that's why I didn't read it as, like, a racial thing at the end. It was just, like, this is what she's been doing the whole movie is, is just telling her yeah. stepsister to, like... You've made a lot of bad decisions in totally. life, so you can just—I know you're just trying to do it to frustrate me, but let's let's leave that behind. And I just love that vibe, that awful vibe that she's doing, and she's great, and yeah. So oh, that's yeah. where so I tall.
0: It. Um, I'll add just a little bit, like a one thing yeah, that I really liked. Too. Annie and I think that we coined a term called um, quoke, which is queer woke, <laughs> and we probably didn't, but we say it sometimes, and um, catching on, <laughs> yeah. But she, when they're at the Hamptons, when Nina is like, "Oh yeah, he slept. He slept with a girl. He has slept with a girl," and she's like, "What in high school? Like, come on! Like, wake up!" And yeah. I'm like, "Yes, Alison Jenny gets it. Yeah. Like, yeah. she's not homophobic, but she is realistic yeah. about like what a queer person's like journey in history would right. be." Right. Um, which I just kind of loved. It's like, yeah, like, ta- like anyway, like kind of like what you're saying, though. Like, she is ridiculous, but she's like so much more. Centered, grounded, and likable.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And Nina. So, anyway, yeah. I do. I've mentioned it before, but just going back to Steve Zahn, I can't wait to play riding in cars with boys for you guys Mm -hmm. as as my choice because I want to see if you still like Steve Zahn after that movie. I know he's kind of the bad boyfriend. He's a bad bad guy. So, it'll be interesting. um Great. Well, it's time to talk about our outfits. And let's Let's talk talk about about our outfits. Oh, um, Philip, I'll talk about your outfit. Thank you. <laughs> um, you're welcome. Um, I really enjoy your homage to the wackadoodle Romeo and Juliet that was happening. Mm-hmm. Just with sort of like I think they had like weird. I don't even remember it. They just had like weird costumes and hair pieces. Um, and then uh, you have like your hair kind of styled in a. I just kept thinking it was like black and white and red all over so that's the hairstyle i see you wearing and then your tank top (laughs) tonight um just has a picture of alice and janney on it and it says it says sydney reps rupaul we'll have you all over sometime um because i just thought that that line was like so silly it was just like such a like 90s i know a gay person line um and so, yeah, oh, I think yeah. it's I think it's funny that you put that on the shirt.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's it worked out that you liked, line so I, I, good, liked the line so much. I like
2: the line, and then Phil put at it on ironic, the
0: shirt. Yeah, <laughs> you know now. No,
1: I know. You know it's yeah, twenty twenty two.
2: I know. It's an uh, ironic and... shirt. You had some a... real looks. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah.
2: You've been, been wearing constantly... that all day, and yeah. like I know you yeah. had some looks. So I'm yeah. sorry about that, but it's to
1: reassess my clothing. I'm sorry,
2: not sorry, because I enjoy it from the movie. So thank you.
0: Well. Bridget, I really enjoy like the much like Jennifer Aniston, that bucket hat that you're wearing that gives you yeah. no no shade or anything, just yeah. kind of covers the slightest of rim yeah. <laughs> around your head. Yeah. Um, I like the T-shirt that you must have gotten from, um, you know, the after the cast party um, that uh, is a picture of um, the, the Little Mermaid and it says, <laughs> you know, Manhattan private school first grade play. Um, running time an hour and a half.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's A 90 minute play
0: by a first grader's yeah. group. Yeah. It was an ambitious yeah. interpretation of yeah. Little Mermaid. I yeah. Would say.
2: yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh,
1: Katie, uh, I like how you've foregone a hat and instead you're just wearing a mask, that it's the whole like, um theater laugh cry mask mm. that is yeah. all mixed up because i can't tell which one you're doing um <laughs> it's very confusing your your hands are covered it it's just are oh you sad are you oh happy or are you just yes. gonna go jump you in a it. lake and frolic yes. i just i don't it. understand His oh um, face
0: literally looked like that that's so funny yes uh,
1: yeah, I mean so it's the first I've time done. I've ever been like, maybe Paul Rudd isn't a good actor. <laughs> I could have, I was
0: looking at my notes. I have it right now, and it's like, why is Paul Rudd laughing? What is this acting choice? <laughs> like, yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't handle it. Oh yeah.
1: and um then of course your shirt is just like go into the Hamptons, baby. And then it's dot 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 on a bus. <laughs> um, <laughs> totally. Which is just an Interesting choice. I wonder how many people do that. Like, is right. Beyonce going to the Hamptons on a bus?
2: Probably not. Um,
1: yeah, but apparently people there's a the lot summer of summer
2: share take the bus because it's okay. like you know.
1: I mean, I love buses. I, I've taken the <laughs> Chinatown bus a ton. Yeah, I dig it. But it's just it's a it's a weird.
0: Yeah. You, you run into your exes. You, could... X's, you... Yeah. it's a whole thing. You think you could bring a bike on the bus? Because I feel like you would want that in the
1: maybe no. on the front. No. no. I don't think so. That's
2: what I would want. I guess not on a coach bus. Maybe Maybe underneath?
1: Uh, They would give you looks. Yeah. We got to fit the bags in, (laughs) man.
2: (laughs) There's not a bike compartment, man. (laughs) (laughs) Man. man, it's man? always I'm, Keanu I'm working Reeves. On my, that's my
1: Brooklyn accent. Hey <laughs> wow. man, don't oh, you wow. understand we don't have room for your bikes? Oh, okay. Man, man, I have all these cans to fit under the bus, man.
0: <laughs> I used to work for the
2: FBI. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Well, um, I think it's time, right? Okay, yeah. It's time yeah. to talk about this movie is for real. And, uh, okay, I picked it. So I'm going to pick it like a pumpkin pie. <laughs> this Thanksgiving film from 1998, the object of my affection, that I really wanted to be a Thanksgiving movie mm. to give me all the Thanksgiving feels is not a Thanksgiving movie. It is a slow, <laughs> slow movie. <laughs> it's so sleepy and it has a lot of dialogue in it. And it the score is just... Very cheesy and dramatic. Like if you look up the soundtrack for this movie, it's just the score. um Katie, I wanted to know. I'm sorry, I'm interjecting
0: <laughs> with the score. Did you guys hear and think it sounded like Top Gun until it didn't? No, there no. was a lot of like. Dun, Take dun, my breath away. No, no, no. The no. like main one. It was like dun, the theme dun, song. Dun, 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 dun. No, it was honestly like they took the song and they just like like changed it just enough. Anyway,
2: no, but now I want to listen to it again. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, no, it's okay. I think it gave me more time to think. (laughs) Yeah, I I want, I want to really give this a for a for real rating because of I do think it was like quote unquote groundbreaking. Although I hate that term, I do like. quote unquote <laughs> I'm really pressing it hard. <laughs> I like that it was quote for the time period um and that there was like you know at least some stories being told uh, about queer people. but I just don't know that I want to watch it again and I just think it's kind of boring and uh like I love Jennifer Aniston. But I just really don't like her in this movie very yeah. much. Yeah. Oh she's hard so, to want to spend time with. I know. I I I'm sorry, object of my affection. I'm gonna say you're not for real.
0: Um, yeah. I don't disagree. In fact, I think, yes, as a the the quoke for realness of this, like I do think it's noteworthy. I didn't realize that the director was gay, but I think. I don't know. Maybe I'm just seeing what I want to see, but I think you can kind of tell that. And I think for the time it probably was fairly groundbreaking, um, which is important, but like, if it's just judged as like a movie, because of all those things you said, like when we finished watching it, my brother-in-law was like, I have never seen a movie so long that nothing happened. And <laughs> like, it was just kind of like just a bunch of stuff that happened.
1: A um, baby was made, Carl. it's yeah,
0: true. That's true. You should write him. <laughs> um, but it was yeah it felt very like unresolved in some ways and um I actually will say like up until the end I think everybody because I knew what happened at the end but I think up until the end I think if you're a viewer that hasn't seen it like you're not sure if you're rooting for them to be together or not you're like what do I want what does the director want us to happen or want us to want to happen um so yeah I'm gonna say it's like not for real as a movie, just because I think there's better movies out there about platonic partnerships. And maybe that's the biggest fail where I'm like, I don't think they portrayed this platonic partnership as very like realistic. Like their chemistry as friends, like wasn't quite there. Um, like Paul Rudd and Jennifer Anderson. Like I didn't buy them as platonic, platonic life partners, as somebody mm. that has such a wonderful platonic life partner. <clears throat> um, so just for that, not for real. <laughs>
1: For me, I mean, this is pretty much a scene for scene description of my platonic partner's relationship. Um, <laughs> and for that reason, it's for real. No, um, as someone who has had this um, before, none of these issues ever came up for me. Um, no, it, this movie did not do it for me. Uh Checked it like halfway through and there's like there's like an hour left in this. this yeah, it insane. yeah, it was a long Um, It was long. No, I didn't like any of the characters other than Allison Janney. Um, yeah. And I only liked her for being awful. Uh, I get that it was probably groundbreaking back in the day. I really hope our intro doesn't go back and watch this movie because she will be <laughs> yeah. crushed. You should uh, just keep the
2: memory. I of think it. you yeah. should, yeah.
1: And I get how that can be... Yeah. Something in that, but that's what we do in this podcast. Is yeah. we we check to see if if those memories are real, and it's even though I never watched it, it's not real. This movie <laughs> you can't is not say that yeah, this you movie weren't is there. Not real. It's just there.
0: in your memories yeah. aren't real. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: um, oh. so yeah, sorry. Um, no, sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> well, just to
2: continue, Philip.
1: Yeah. This is for you. I know you. what song you're doing. No, no. I know it.
2: <laughs> you both started dancing at the same time. Just picture a little kid doing it. Listen as your day unfolds, challenge what the future holds. Try and keep your head up to the sky. <laughs> Lovers, they may cause so you dramatic. Tears. Go ahead, release your fears, stand yeah. up and be counted. Don't be shamed to cry. You gotta be. be. You gotta be, you gotta be oh, come band. on with the you beat, drive? Come on. I hate
1: this song. <laughs>
2: It's designed. It, it, it it's gives me like visceral
1: like, chills. <laughs> Aww.
0: It's almost designed for elementary schoolers to like do not sign language, but like hand, <laughs> like body Ugh. motion to it. Kinda. Hate it.
1: Hate it. Yeah.
2: Desray um, had an album that was from 1992 that this song was on.
0: I think maybe I had it. It's back before I knew that like usually CDs would have just yeah. one song you wanted and. <laughs>
2: And she's British. Oh, yeah. So there's that. Um, yeah. Well, I just, again, I, I wanted this to be a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> to give us all the gravy love that we needed, but it wasn't. But Vera D, thank you so much yeah. for that. Yeah, like, amazing it intro. It was kind of like a delicious gravy intro. It oh, gave yeah. Us what we needed. Totally. do watch um, this
1: movie. Don't I need watch need to pay for it. If price, you
2: guys so Google, so- like what Thanksgiving movies are and you see what they are. Like if you know that one is actually a Thanksgiving movie, tell us. Um, because but I, I would wanna, say this, I just want to know. This movie is more of a Thanksgiving movie than you've got
0: mail as a Christmas movie. And <laughs> you've got Mail <laughs> as a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> right. It's a
2: it's a oh, movie that yeah. happens in a in the year. <laughs> <laughs> but, also <I> mean, <laughs>
1: we're writing the Thanksgiving movies. So <laughs> yeah,
2: think, totally. Um, and it's going to be on Netflix. Yeah. And it's called The object of my Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) The object is Thanksgiving. (laughs)
1: It's all about turkey.
2: All right. Well, like Desiree said, it's time to be bad, be Uh, good.
1: (laughs)
4: uh,
2: Strong and wiser. Strong and wiser. (laughs) Until next time. See ya.
1: Toodaloo. (laughs) Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. And we give our stamp of Curioso approval to the podcast that you're listening to right now.